Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. TFA fam, what's up? What's going on? Matty D back with another edition of Wide Receiver Cornerback Matchups. Uh, for week four this time but you know the drill first let's go through last week kind of talk about who we were on uh, some hits and some misses last week but overall last week was a pretty good week we were on uh, Emmanuel Sanders who crushed Washington uh, just like we we thought he would five catches for 94 yards and two scores almost had that 100 yard bonus uh, for those of you playing 100 yard bonus leagues or uh, playing over on DraftKings definitely it's still a big week for Emmanuel Sanders if you started him in, in season long you should have had a good week uh, Kenny Galladay went four for 64 and zero. It wasn't really the the shootout we thought would happen with the Giants and the Falcons last week, but Galladay still turned out uh, 10 PPR points, so not not too bad if you played him. Chase Claypool turned out nine for 96 and zero uh, with a whopping 15 targets. So the matchup and the volume was definitely there for Claypool, just like we thought it would be. Uh, he unfortunately couldn't find the end zone, but uh, nonetheless, good production got you close to 20 PPR points there for Claypool last last week. And then our dud of the week was Rondell Moore. Uh, we had him as a start. I uh, only saw only got two catches for one yard and and no touchdowns. Though he was tackled at the one inch line uh, on a rush attempt late in the game against Jacksonville. But Rondell Moore was definitely our dud. If you played him, definitely was not a not a good uh, outcome for you there. But and then we had uh, Mike Evans was our fade last week, and and we faded him because he was going up against Jalen Ramsey, but. Jalen Ramsey actually ended up covering Chris Godwin for uh, a decent decent portion of the game, uh, even though Chris Godwin was in the slot. Uh, I guess the Rams felt like Godwin was, was able to do more damage and they could cover Evans on the outside. But Mike Evans ended up going for eight for 106. Uh, their game plan worked because, I mean, they, they held the Bucks to limited points and winning the game pretty handily. Uh, they're pretty impressive win for, for the Rams. So all in all, a, a decent week. Uh, for us for the wide receivers last week and and that leads us to jump right into to week four uh, first up we've got Robbie Anderson uh, matching up with the Dallas Cowboys and Anthony Brown we've attacked Anthony Brown each and every week this year and it's paid off uh, each week you know last week <laughs> playing against the Eagles I mean the Eagles just really didn't do anything against the Cowboys at all but it was just a complete domination from start to finish but uh, outside of that, I mean, Mike Williams against Anthony Brown two weeks ago. Uh, and then week one, Antonio Brown went off against Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown's allowed 16 catches on 22 t- targets, good enough for a 15 yards per completion. Uh, he's also allowed two touchdowns and a 119 passer rating. And this is to go with uh, the loss of Christian McCaffrey due to injury for a couple weeks, as well as trading away Dan Arnold. McCaffrey's seen a 17% target share and Dan Arnold – uh, leaves with an 11% target share. So that's 28% of the targets that are not going to be there this week. And while, yes, it, it should get spread around, you know, Terrace Marshall should should see a good portion of slot uh, activity and uh, Trimble, the backup tight end, should come in and, and get some targets from, from Dan Arnold. But Trimble's already seeing targets himself, so not projecting too much of a boost there for Trimble. So I think Robbie Anderson is the biggest benefactor 
of the the targets that are not there due to injury or trade. Uh, and Anderson's already seen 25% of the air yards. His issue has just been low volume uh, with only a 13% target share. So as long as that target share should, can creep up closer to 20%, which I think it can this week, uh, you know, placing playing against a high-powered Cowboys offense on the other side that should force the Panthers offense to have to keep pace through the air. Uh, in a matchup that Dallas can give up a lot of chunk plays, explosive pass plays uh, to the Panthers passing game. So I like Robbie Anderson this week to have a big game. Next up is Brandon Ayuk. We were on him two weeks ago and he did nothing. And then finally week three, uh, he came out and, and did what he was supposed to do. He he ran 39 routes uh, compared to the routes he ran in week two, only around 22. And so he's now back to a full-time player because you compare him to Debo, who we know is a full-time player. Debo ran 42 routes compared to Ayuk's 39. So Ayuk is back in the mold. Uh, and Trent Sherfield only ran a, a handful of routes in week three. So it it is back to being Ayuk's starting job opposite Debo Samuel. And in this game against Seattle, Ayuk should get a mix of Trey Flowers and DJ Reed. Those corners play their sides, and Debo and Ayuk are going to rotate on the outside. Flowers has allowed 12 catches on 16 targets for 16 yards per catch. Uh, to go with one touchdown and a 135 passer rating. Meanwhile, DJ Reed on the other side is allowing 13 catches on 22 targets for 12 yards per catch, two touchdowns, and a 111 passer rating. Uh, so definitely, no matter which side of the field Ayuk is on, uh, he should be back in the mix competing for top-of-the-team targets with Debo Samuel. So look for Ayuk to continue his production now that he is back to being a full-time player. Last up for our starts for the week, uh, Jacoby Myers. He, he is going up against Tampa Bay, who is allowing the league-worst fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. Uh, part of that is because uh, Tampa Bay's offense is very good and teams are usually playing from behind. But the other factor is that Tampa Bay has the best run defense in the NFL and teams just are able to throw on them because how much of a pass funnel they are. Uh, they do not let you run the ball, but they absolutely let you throw the ball against them. So Jacoby Meyer is going to be mainly in the slot here, facing off with Ross Cockrell, who has allowed 13 catches on 21 targets, good for nine yards per catch, uh, to go with two touchdowns and a 109 passer rating. So uh, look for Jacoby Myers, who's getting 25% of the team targets and 30% of the air yards, to have a big game on Sunday night in the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick reunion. Then we have our fade or sit of the week. We're going right back to the well. Anybody going against Jalen Ramsey, you know, we're going to fade them. And, and I don't think the Rams are going to move Ramsey around to other wide receivers like they did with the Bucks and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, just because there isn't really anybody else there for them to be overly concerned about uh, from a one-on-one -on -one perspective outside of DeAndre Hopkins. So Ramsey, you know, same things we said last week. He's only allow allowing a 61% catch rate, seven yards per catch, 54 passer rating, and zero TDs allowed. And DeAndre Hopkins should mainly face him uh, for the majority of this game this week. And last year, uh, Hopkins only had totals, yardage totals in the 50s and the 30s in his two matchups with Jalen Ramsey last year. He did find the end zone once in the two games, but it's just not a good enough matchup for me to bank on him scoring a TD here. So I do do like sitting uh, DeAndre Hopkins this week if you have other options and and including these other options like we just mentioned because the ceiling, I think, is just not going to be there for Hopkins, which surprisingly is a guy who has not been above a 20% target share uh, for Arizona this year. He's only sitting at 18%, so he hasn't been 
the true alpha through three weeks so far. So I'm looking to sit DeAndre Hopkins this week. So that's going to do it for week four. Uh, like we always say, if you like the video, make sure you like the video. Hop in the Discord. Link is below. Uh, a lot of good uh, community chat going on in there. So make sure you join. You can get any questions you have answered about start, sit, uh, DFS, Dynasty. Uh, all, the, all the good stuff is in there. So make sure you hop in the Discord. With that being said, we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.